This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is you can Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast that follows our journey of investing. Whether you're an absolute beginner or approaching Warren Buffett status, our aim is to help break down your barriers from beginning to dividend. My name is Bryce and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Very excited for this episode. It is another FinFest clip from... Two returning favourites, Marcus Padley and Henry Jennings. Yes, this uh, this session at FinFest 2022, October 2022. The, the fact that you're calling it FinFest 2022 implies... Yes, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you wanna... some news to come, some news to come. No, no, but we've already announced it, haven't we? Have we? Well, there's a website for it. I you're, you're, you're very right. And there's a sign-up page. And if you would like <laughs> to attend FinFest 2023 and be notified of uh, all of the exciting announcements that Bryce is true. getting very nervous about because it's a big job. Yeah. It's a huge job. Equitymates.com slash FinFest. But anyway, this is one of the um, sessions that was called out on the day as being one of the most popular and uh, I guess most most watched, most enjoyed, with Henry Jennings and uh, Marcus Padley from Marcus Today. The session is titled, Chickens Don't Make Money. That was a line that... um, Short thesis on Ingham Foods. No, Collins (laughs) Foods. Both. (laughs) That was a line that Marcus actually let rip in in an interview we had with him during COVID. And it was about his uh, attitude towards the markets at the time. Get in there, rip in. So, uh, yeah fascinating conversation from the two of them if you do want to watch it in video it is online um as well on our youtube channel but uh ran without further ado here is chickens don't make money with marcus padley and henry jennings nice now have two entertaining probably the most two entertaining uh finance experts coming on yes some of the most popular equity mates podcast interviews have been with these two and I mean, the, well, you can't see the, the subject of the session, but it really says it all. Chickens don't make money. From Marcus today, we've got Marcus Padley and Henry Jennings. Everyone give Let's them a round of applause. Let's, Let's go. go. Thank you. Marcus. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Henry. Hello, everybody. Thank you. I can see some of my demographic there, over 60s. Hey, yes, there you go. And all you younger people. Interesting. Right. This Henry. feels a bit like 
Band-Aid, Live Aid, Freddie Mercury coming out on stage. A little difficult to hear you. There we go. Uh, I don't know whether you know Henry is in a band. Uh, keep all guitars away from him. He'll start singing. Right. Now, uh, we've prepared a lot of notes, and this is very structured. What are we yeah. going to talk about, Henry? What are we going to talk about, Marcus? Well, the, the subject of our little chat is chickens don't make money. Right. So what are you... What are you taking from that? Chickens don't make money. Right, well, there, there is, if you are Captain Cook, right, one of the uh, most successful English touring captains in Australia, if you are Captain Cook and you, you got it, thank you, wake up everyone else. Um, if you, if Captain Cook, every island he went to, there would be a tribe of some sort who maybe hadn't seen the rest of the world in the whole of their lives, and they would always have a god. And they would always have a religion. And the reason why we have religion, oh, I better be careful what I say. The reason why we have religion, careful. I feel, is because we've got to answer all our questions all the time. And if we, if it is a human need to have our answers questioned, to huddle under some omnipotent being with a creed. And in the stock market, the creed is diversification. Net result, most of the people who look after their own self-managed super funds, my demographic, you two over there and that guy. <laughs> There's not many. <laughs> there aren't many. Pitch, most, pitch it, pitch it. Most investors, have got 20 stocks. Now, I call it, uh, oh, I better not use that expression, can I? Uh, it is the easy portfolio. It is the portfolio that you design where you take the top 50 stocks and cross out the top 50 biggest stocks and cross out any stock you don't know what it does or can't spell. Net result, QBE is in this portfolio. It's underperformed for decades because everybody can spell it. But that is what most investors have done. They've stuck to big stocks, easy stocks, brand names. But. So if you're going to do that, why wouldn't you just invest in an ETF? You would, Henry. You would, it, maybe. It is an astonishing development, isn't it? It is astonishing. When I, when I started out in, in, in broking and, and whatever, we had to make up our own ETFs. We made up our own baskets and we, and we traded those, much like you're talking about with, with the basket of the top 50 distilled down to 20. Now there's all these guys that have created these ETFs for us, which is fantastic. So why, why isn't an ETF just the answer? Is it, the ETF the answer? Uh, no, it sort of is, but it isn't. If I can pass on one, we've been, we've been between us 80 years in the stock market, right? We've lost money, we've made money, we've, we've learned a lot of lessons. ETFs, this whole, what's happened, I think, is a lot of you have appeared in the market because of the COVID boom. Uh, there was, if, you just have to look at the number of people that were trading shares in the, in the boom, and it's tailing off now. You've all come to the market, and there is this idea now that rather than stock picking, you should be in ETFs. Exchange-traded funds weren't around for us. We had to deal with managed funds. That was very difficult. You now have an exchange-traded 
vehicle that will give you the ASX 300 accumulation index compounding. Do you know what compounding is? It is impossible to achieve in real life because you never compound dividends, you spend them. I do. What? Spend them. <laughs> we can see, Henry. And the and ETFs are a fabulous vehicle for you because the stock market goes up 95% of the time. But I think you can do better. There are two ways you can do better. One is by timing an ETF, all right? We, we've been a fund manager, and we know fund managers who struggle to beat the ASX 300 accumulation index. It's like the holy grail of funds management. How can you outperform a theoretical index that perfectly compounds dividends, has no cost, no buildings, no staff? And the amazing thing is, you can now buy that. You can buy a compounding Australian market index. Better than that, you can buy an American one. Why would you bother with a boring economy like ours? You can buy the S&P 500 index. So this is, this is gr a great development, but I think you need to time it, because if you'd held the ASX 300 ETF from 2006 to today, you haven't made any money, all right? Timing is everything, and I believe if I had all the money I needed in retirement, I would trade an ASX 300 ETF and an S&P 500 ETF. And that's because I think, because I put a lot of time and effort, I think I'm good at picking the big market pivot points. That's what we spend most of the time in our newsletter doing in the strategy, picking the tops and bottoms. We're waiting for the new bottom. You know, the best opportunity to buy the ASX 300 in years is coming up. Not today, but our market's been in a bear market now for a while. It's a fabulous opportunity for you to start in ETFs. And what have they got that we haven't got, Henry? What indeed have they got that we haven't got? Time. I guess from time, from my perspective, I, I must admit, I'm not a big ETF fan. I think it's a bit like Blamange. It's great, but it's not really going to set your world alight. I don't know they know what blancmange is. Does anybody blanc know what blancmange is? Vanilla mush. It's like when you get into an elevator and there's music playing. It's that kind of stuff. It's not real music. It's just in the background. It's a bit like ETFs. It's just, you know, in the old days when they first started ETFs, it was a really good way of diversifying your portfolio really quickly and really easily. But you're not going to get rich unless you're old and it's... Compound interest is wonderful. It's fantastic. Most powerful force in the universe, they say. But it takes time. Some of us, especially me, with my health conditions, probably don't have that much time. So I'm looking for other ways to do it. And I, I was recently giving a, a talk about the market and how to make money. And the thing that is important in that statement is make now, there are times, and we've just been through them in, the, in post the GFC and during COVID, where it was really easy to make money. You chuck money, chuck something at the wall, and it stuck, and you made money. It's different now. It's a lot harder. So you've got to be a lot pickier. And to make money, you've got to make something, and it takes effort. It takes your hands. It takes your brain to make something 
So you need tools, technical analysis, fundamental analysis, but you need to do the work. Which brings me to, to this evening. We had a thing in the newsletter, and we had a guy. You see, we're up on our feet now. Um, we had a guy that was the, we called him the $6 million man. Some of you are old enough to remember the $6 million man from the 70s. How, hands up who doesn't know who the $6 million man is. Oh, no, Henry, we completely misjudged this demographic. Anyway. Okay, there is. I'll read you this email, right? No. So, so you've got ETFs, and you can time an ETF. And that's really good, I think, for someone who probably is working and doesn't really want to trade shares. But let me read you this email. Uh, sorry, I don't want to bore you, Henry. Well, as long as you don't bore them. I went to one of your education seminars in 2008 in Perth. You taught me about the one-stock portfolio technique. Ah, we're getting to that. $156,000 I had, and I put it into Kidman Resources, KDR. It was taken over by Wes Farmers. $800,000 came out, which I was supposed to pay off my debts with. But I put it into Lion Town instead. That investment hit $12 million yesterday. All now, right. to put that in perspective, it's an awful, awful lot more now. It's now $30 million, all right? This is a year later. But going back to my point, Marcus. What was your point, Henry? Making something requires effort. Now, the gentleman in question who did this, who emails me quite a lot with pictures of him flying around the world and, and first class. And, and his license plate is Lion Town. Yeah. Sentence he there. put in an enormous amount of work into investing in Lion Town. He pestered the CEO. He went to the AGMs. He drank the terrible tea and ate the horrible biscuits. He pestered everybody. He went and saw the project. He went on the field trips. He did everything. He put in the work. And he made something from the work, which was all this money. And the, the point being, most of us, or most SMS investors, have got 20 stocks, big companies, they're slow growth, they're mature, a lot of them are no growth. Telstra has underperformed relentlessly. And they hold them. What is better, and I, this is an article I wrote in the, I wrote in the Fairfax Press, and the broker that I worked for came up to me the next day and insisted I put a disclaimer on it saying, these views are Marcus's and have nothing to do with us. And the idea was that you have, you are taking less risk with one stock than you are taking with 20 that you know almost nothing about. True. Because if I told you, you have to take all your money, you've got no choice, You've got to take all your money. So imagine you're a retired super fund investor. There's lots of those take, here. You've got to take your life's nest egg and put Wrong. it in one stock. What would you do? Well, you'd read every announcement they've just made. You'd go to the website, find out who they, what they did. You would look up the management. You would go to the AGM. You'd go to the company meetings. You'd watch every webinar. You'd know everything on their website. You'd start telling them they've got typos on the fifth page about the so-and-so. You'd be sat outside the CEO's house with a pair of binoculars at night. AVO. 
because you have, you have so much at stake in one stock. So the question was, this was just a theory, I'm not suggesting you do this, right? It was just a theory, but the question is, if you're going to invest your money, why aren't you doing that with every stock? And that, I think, is the part of the issue with the market is tips. You'll get a tip, you'll, you'll buy it, because you've got a mobile phone now, you'll just do it immediately without doing any research at all. But Mr. Liontown, <laughs> he's a friend of the CEO now. He goes to all, he's on the, he's on the CEO's yacht in Perth. Uh, well, it's a big yacht. It's, it's big nearly as big as the one that Hamish used to have. Um, yeah. But yeah. you know what the hardest thing to do with the Liontown trade is? What? You know what the hardest thing to do? The easy thing is to buy Liontown. That's really easy. To pick that one stock. Who's seen City Slickers? Remember City Slickers? Curly's got the one thing. Remember he holds up a... God, you're you're aging tough, yourself. Tough audience. <laughs> I'm aging myself badly here. Anyway, he's got one thing. The hardest... It's easy to find the stock. The hardest thing is to hold it and keep it and not sell it. When that guy's made the 150 grand into 850, I know I would have gone, oh, that's enough, thanks. And then if you'd taken the 850 and you made it into two mil, you'd go, oh, that's, I'm really happy with that. The hardest thing is having the courage of your convictions and not being a chicken and doing the work and putting the work in and getting the AVO up after if, you've stalked if, the CEO to hold it until it becomes as big as the coin spot dome or the Magellan dome. That's the hard thing. The easy thing is to find one. And there's luckily this afternoon and this morning, there's been heaps of really great ideas. This has just been a, a smorgasbord of ideas. There's lots of ideas. The hardest thing is to do the work rather than just chuck the money at the wall, which we all did in, in the good times in the bull market. The hardest thing is to do the work, keep the stock, stay convicted. Then you don't become one of those chickens and get run over as you're crossing the road. And that's why he doesn't sell, because he knows everything about it. He does. He does. So that is why I like the alternates to ETFs, because you have the power as well. You have the power to do that work. One thing I, I, I learned from doing, I, I created an ETF portfolio, and I'm quite old, as you may have guessed by my cultural references, and I haven't done Venn diagrams for a long, long time. And when I put together this ETF portfolio, I realized that in the middle of this Venn diagram of all these tech stocks, sectors, US, Asia, whatever, there was one stock that was a big lump right in the middle of my Venn diagram, NVIDIA. Hasn't that done them brilliantly? So when you're looking at these ETFs and you're diversifying, which is fantastic, they're a great product to diversify, and maybe the Liontown man has got some ETFs, just make sure you haven't got a Venn diagram lump of NVIDIA or something that is just going to drag you down, because it is Blamongi but one stock can drag you down. So ETF's great, but just look at the composition of them. If you look at our Alltech ETF in Australia, which gives you exposure to our technology stocks, how many of them are there? Three, four? 
Computer share is the biggest share of the all-tech index. You really want to put 11% of your money in computer share? They, they earn most of their money out of interest rates, and yet they dominate the all-tech index. But anyway, I think we have to finish on a, uh, how are we going, six minutes? Finish on a high. We have to finish on a high. The high is you can do, and I think if, if I was younger, I would focus on my job, building a business, and I really wouldn't see the stock market as a place to make money, but, and ETFs suit that purpose, keep chunking it in, keep chunking it in, try and time it, but the other bit to impart to you is that there is a fabulous game in the stock market, which is one stock, knowing a lot about it. If you do an hour's work on one stock, you'll be in the top 0.0001% of people that hold that stock that know something about it. If you do 10 hours work, you'll be in the top 0.001% of people that know anything about that stock. 10 hours work. If you commit to it as a daily vigilance, you'll be elite level knowing about that stock. And that gives you a tremendous edge. You'll, you'll watch it, you'll get to know it, you can trade it a lot more easily, you get the idea, oh, always on the results, it always dips after the results, oh, yeah. And you'll get a really good feel for it and your risk is much lower, sounds like it should be higher, but you have a great opportunity in the stock market to play individual stocks. What I would suggest you don't do is buy 20 stocks you know bugger all about just because they're big and everybody else knows what they are. I would, if I had X, the amount of money I need to retire, I would stick it all in an ASX 300 ETF, time the ETF, because I'm quite, I'm quite good at picking market pivot points, and I would play on the side with max five stocks. That's what I'd be doing. And each of those five stocks I'd know something about. Okay. Emery, in your retirement, what are you going to be doing? No, I, I don't intend to retire anytime soon. You'll be happy to know. Oh. Um, but I will leave you with one piece of advice because you're all obviously struggling with the $6 million man references, etc. And I do, from time to time, teach young people about the stock market. And there is only one thing you need to do with the stock market or any investing. There is one, it's curly again, one thing. It's really simple, and you've all started to do it by being here today. You've got to start. And the earlier you start, the more, one, you'll enjoy it. It's a really interesting field. But also, you are going to make money. The earlier you start, the most powerful force in the universe is compound interest. Start. Make mistakes. Stuff it up. You'll learn more when you stuff it up. Don't believe that you're ever a genius, because you never are. We talk about punching the air. If you punch the air and you think, I am invincible. There's a James Bond reference there for us older people. GoldenEye, if Bobby you're, Coltrane. If you're punching the air, that means sell. Don't believe that you're invincible, but just start. If you're young, and all these faces out there, you're all youngsters, start. Start investing. Start getting interested. 
Start buying ETFs. Start buying single stocks. Embrace investment because in 10, 15, 20 years' time, you will be like our friend in Liontown. You may have a different stock. You may have a different story. But you'll be sending me, I'll probably be dead by then, but you'll be sending me pictures of you in first class flying to Sweden. Very annoying, by the way, when you're at your desk and it's pouring with rain in Sydney, just for a change. Just start. That's all you've got to do. I think the, the stone sums up. This is the movie, the cue for the stone, start me up. But that's my best advice don't, to all don't you guys. Don't sing, Henry. Don't sing. We're, we're out of time. Well done, Henry. Uh, Equity mates, boys, guys, thank you very much. Let's put our hands together for equity mates. How good are the team to put this on? It's extraordinary. You have been listening to an Equity Mates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea, and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always dive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.